You're listening to the Toolstation Western League podcast with Ian Knockholds and Tom Hiscott. Welcome, listeners, to episode two of the Toolstation Western League podcast with me, Ian Knockholds. And I'm delighted to be joined by Tom Hiscott. We're uh, in a car park yeah. in the centre of Bath. We've been evicted from our home in the Ram. They no longer um, will let us use their function room, so we are now homeless. And uh, and uh, if any Western League clubs are out there listening to this, want to want to lend us their clubhouse so that we can do our, our podcast, we'd be, we'd be very grateful. Um, but anyway, we're, we're, we've, I don't think we've ever done it in a less solution place. Done what, listeners, you might ask? Well, we are talking about, of course, the Toolstation Western League podcast, uh, episode two, and uh, the season's begun. The season opener came on Friday the 3rd of August. We will be, we will be talking about that. Uh, and, of course, the fixtures that are coming up. We've also got a couple of interviews for you. We've got John Burr, who's part of the management team at Shepton Mallet, and Sean Potter from, uh, from Cheddar joins us as well. But, um, well, hello, Tom. How are you? You have a good weekend? Yeah, not doing too bad. Yeah, back in, back in the uh, the old grind of uh, yeah, watching watching scores come through, writing up results and what have you, and, and reports and bulletins and what have you. So yeah, uh, good to be back in the swing of things. It is, isn't it? Because we, we're looking at your first bulletin of the season. Another excellent effort. I'd forgotten how good it is. <laughs> well, I'm very kind of you to say, but yeah, uh, doesn't take doesn't take too long. So it's, it's never never too too much pain. And yeah, it's always good to see the finished result. So yeah, well, don't don't underplay it, Tom, because I mean these. Uh, these podcasts take me hours because of the because of the quality. We've tried to mix things up a little bit for you today. Try and freshen it up a little bit. New season and hopefully a new feel to the podcast. If you don't like it, we'll go back to the uh, to the traditional one. But um, we thought we'd try and avoid the um, uh, the uh, the challenge of going through lists of results and lists of fixtures because, frankly, that is a little bit dull. Um, so hopefully, we're we're just calling out some of the highlights from opening week. We'll start on Friday, the third of August, with. Canesham at home to Bishop Sutton and it was a monster crowd wasn't it Tom? Yeah indeed I think a couple of people on, on social media have pointed out that Friday night football might be the way to go for, for some local clubs 265 uh, the Crown Fields on Friday night to watch Canesham smash uh, Bishop Sutton obviously came very close to promotion last year and obviously will be wanting a, a good start this year to, to put them at ease and maybe push on for, for promotion uh, in the coming season yeah a 5-0 win at home to Bishop Sutton uh, Craig Wilson uh, claiming the first goal of the season just before half time uh, and then after the break they really uh, pushed home pushed on uh, Matt Brown obviously leading scorer in the division last year he got his first of the season uh, Wilson then got his second uh, before goals from A.D. Harvey and Nathan Kernock uh, finished things off so yeah 5-0 win for Kensham uh, yeah and a brilliant start for the for the new league season now we move into Saturday the 4th of August and in the Premier Division um, the first game we've uh, we've called out is the Devon Derby it was an absolute belter wasn't it two t- two sides that did so well in the last, well not just last season but of course the last couple of seasons uh, and again a massive crowd uh, for this one Yeah really good to see on the opening day there was a lot of three figure crowds which is obviously what we want to see uh, continue through the whole season and it was a 1-0 win uh, away uh, it was Willand who claimed victory over Buckland obviously as you say two sides with, with pretty big hopes I'd imagine for the season uh, and it was Brad Alston who scored the only goal of that game uh, just after half time uh, yeah, to give Willen the, the three points in the early uh, bragging rights down in Devon Another um, Devon side, Plymouth Parkway. They were in action. Their first ever game in the Tool Station Western League. Yeah, and it was a it was a it was a great occasion. They came from behind to to beat Odd down two one. Uh, an early red card to the home home captain uh, led to was followed up by Odd Down's opener. 
uh, but then Partway managed to, to get back on level terms midway through the second half thanks to Adam Carter uh, and then Ben Joyce scored the win just a couple of minutes after Carter had leveled things up so yeah um, a good comeback win from uh, Plymouth Partway and yeah hopefully they continue on uh, in, enjoying themselves in our division Now arguably the standout result of the um, uh, of the Premier Division was um, Shepton Mellon at home to again another new boy Shortwood United Yeah they didn't have much as as much luck as uh, as Parkway uh, a 5-0 defeat for Shortwood all five goals coming in the first half now so yeah um, you couldn't say that Shepton Mallet was slow out the blocks this season Tyson Pollard uh, scoring four goals uh, in the opening 29 minutes so I'm not sure many people have ever done that to start a season uh, there was also a goal for Joe Morgan who was pretty influential in a, in a couple of Pollard strikes so yeah um, 5-0 win for Shepton Mallet and they like Canesham um, sit top of their respective divisions following the opening weekend fixtures After such an impressive win on the opening round of matches for Shepton Mallet I thought it was only right to have a, have a chat with part of their managerial team of course we're very familiar with Craig Loxton but on this occasion I got a chance to speak to John Burr and I started by asking John about that impressive win against Shortwood United Yeah obviously we're uh, delighted with the, the great start of the season uh, it's quite an emphatic win really I mean we're flying up in the first I think 35 minutes um, slightly disappointing that we didn't add to that but um, as you know yourself we're things can become a little bit sort of easy and uh, I thought we took our uh, foot off the gas a little bit and uh, sort of laid them back into it which was probably the only disappointment of the day really Well you were playing Shortwood and of course Shortwood last season were in the Southern League um, we've heard a lot about how they've had a difficult pre-season they've had a lot of regrouping to do but that means that of course we didn't really know what sort of a side to expect and I imagine that you were in the same boat as well well, yeah, we sort of we've done a little bit of research through social media, and that we knew that they're they're going through a sort of a transitional period, a rebuilding period, and and getting the game on was imperative to us, really, as a club. I know there's been a lot of uh, sort of rumours going around that, that you know the pitches are unplayable, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, but we did impress upon our committee that this would sort of be a good time to play Shortwood, and um, as it proved, you know, it, it was the right decision. Well, we've had a bit of a chat about Shortwood's um, pre-season, but what about yours? Have you been happy with your preparations for this season? Probably not, Ian. Um, I suppose if you ask any manager at, at this level, pre-season is an absolute nightmare. Uh, you've, you've got the sort of the shift patterns, players' holidays, unavailability for whatever reason. You've got players that are just sort of taking themselves off to other clubs um, so you've got all that to contend with so you can never really plan and get a, a structure, structured session on um, to be quite honest but we've had some good turnouts bearing in mind that we've uh, we only sort of function with one club we've got no reserves so we've been averaged in between 15 and 20 a session which is probably ideal numbers in all fairness well I mean I've been keeping an eye on your um, pre-season preparations because I noticed that a player that I know well Luke Ingram has um, has joined your ranks I mean are you uh, you happy with the squad that you've got you had a very good squad last season you, you finished sixth so uh, have you been able to keep the core of that squad and add what you wanted yeah by and large we've kept the core of the squad I mean we've, we've obviously lost Isaac Reid to, to William that was a massive blow for us because I think when he came in in January, he really did kickstart our season. Along with Del Hurt, they were a massive presence, and that sort of uh, that gave everyone else a lease of life. So I think up until then, we were going quite stale. Um, George Morris Edwards, who we had on dual registration from Western, um, due to the good season he had with us last year, 
Um, he's come on leaps and bounds. I see he, he featured in their squad up at Worldston, as did Jack Goodall, another Western lad. So, um, you know, we can't be too disappointed with that because players going on and bettering themselves, um, you know, that, that's a testament to, to the, the progress they've made under you as, as previous managers. So, uh, yeah, we brought in Luke. Luke's someone that's been on our radar for, for some time now. Um, I know he's got a sort of great allegiance to Radstock with Dad being chairman there, if I'm, if I'm right in saying. Um, but he's somebody we've tracked for a while and it, we're delighted to uh, to get him on board because he just brings us that extra bit of quality it's sort of in wide areas. And I know he can play play centrally at the back as well, so um, that was a coup for us. Um, other lads we've picked up, Kieran Davis from Wincanton, gives us that balance at left back. Um, the two lads from... Warminster, Eben, Taylor and Ryan Fry I think they're going to be a work in progress for us and a couple that have fallen into our laps obviously Malik Jamar from Welton and Charlie Phillips goalkeeper from Bradford um, Charlie we got done early Malik sort of just uh, stumbled upon us but he looks to be a great addition to the, to the squad as well so you're a team that really caught my eye at the end of last season. Obviously, the, the showcase was really the uh, the Les Phillips Cup final, but you had a very, very strong finish to the season. You were one of the form teams. What are your expectations for this season? On reflection, we did have a very good season last year. I think a lot of things fell into our, into our lap in terms of, um, you know, we were free from injuries, suspensions as well. That wasn't too taxed on us as a squad. Um availability of players as well I mean uh, we, we work on a small squad and I think because we're getting games into them they all bought into the fact that you know they would have a decent amount of minutes so obviously that makes a lot of things easier um, in terms of this season um, I think it's probably just managing people's expectations can we do it again it's probably unrealistic but I think a strong top 10 finish would be a fair reflection of, of uh, where we are as a club at the moment well, I look forward to speaking to you later this season to sort of see how your progress matches with that because I've got a sneaking suspicion that you, um, you're you going to be one of the teams to watch, um, which is not necessarily something that you want to hear, but um, but um, um, please take it in the spirit in which it's meant. Now, Westbury, uh, you've got them up next. Um, they're another new team to the Premier Division, um, so that should be an interesting test for you. Yeah, definitely. I mean, oh, that's uh, that's Wednesday night, and um, we we played Westbury in a pre-season friendly um, last year. Uh, very impressed with the way they're going about things. Um, again, a decent squad. Uh, they formed over there over the last sort of year and a half. Uh, yeah, it should be an interesting game and and a, and a very tight game, I would imagine. And um, on Saturday, you've got Willand. It's in the FA Cup. Um, obviously, most. You know, everybody wants a good cup run. Every fan dreams of a good FA Cup run. But um, Willand, of course, a team that you will know well and a team that we expect to do very well this season in the Toolstation Western League. So it's a bit of a sort of, you know, it's a bit of a baptism of fire for you, isn't it, really? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I know uh, Willand and, and Russell have been knocking on the door for some time now to get into the Southern League. Um, again, his side's always packed with quality. They've got quite a nice little catchment area around there. Um, always seem to struggle against them, if, I, if, I'm, if I'm honest, in previous seasons. Uh, always tight affairs. Um, again, another uh, another club that does things the right way. Um, good football inside. So, yeah, again, that'll be another stern test for us. And hopefully, you know, we can, on the, on the day, 
and we can progress through to the, to the next round. Now, we've talked about Shortwood, we've talked about Plymouth Parkway, but there are a couple of other new boys in the Premier Division this season. Uh, Tom, and both of them opened their accounts with wins. Yeah, two more promoted sides, obviously. Westbury United, the first ones. Uh, never sit, not, never team to come from behind. Uh, a 3-1 win at home to Wellington. Josh Wadham had put the uh, the visitors ahead, uh, but then Jamie Jordan uh, struck an equaliser for Westbury just prior to half-time, uh, with Dan Kovacs then scoring twice. He had a good season last year in the first division, so yeah, uh, a good start for Westbury uh, in, the, in the Premier Division. A free one winner home to Wellington. What about the glass? Ah, the glass. A 2 0 win away uh, for them to kickstart things. Uh, and it was Ken Oney scoring after just 30 seconds, I believe, uh, to, to give them a, a, a good start away at Helen. Uh, then Joe Swift striking from outside the area to, to make it 2 0, and that's how it stayed. So, uh, yeah, a great start for all our new sides in the Premier Division. We need some supplies for tomorrow. Oh, what's that? It's the helping hand from Toolstation. But it's a... Uh... A hand, yes. It's showing me around the Toolstation website. Nice. Yeah. I've selected paints, cables, sealant and plumbing fittings. I can check up to the minute stock. Hit this button. Thanks, hand. And it's ready to collect in 20 minutes. So get the van. Can't the hand? It can't reach the pedals. Fair enough. Click and collect. Another helping hand from Toolstation. Your best mate for the job. Now, diving down into the first division, and um, Chard, they had a very healthy win at home to Longwell Green Sports. It is indeed. Uh, a really good first half for them. All three goals, so in a 3 0 win, uh, coming before the break. Uh, 20, 20 minutes um, spread for the three goals. It was Kieran Bailey and Steve Friend uh, adding to goals from uh, Andy Holmes, who had opened the scoring. So, yeah, really good, good start for Chard, and uh, yeah, a nice home win for them to begin. And um, Devizes Town was a side that I'd uh, I'd called out last week on the podcast. I thought they were ones to watch. They'd done um, they'd done well uh, towards the end of last season. Of course, another side that had done well were the visitors. So this was already shaping up to be an intriguing clash, and so it appeared, didn't it? Cheddar the visitors to Devizes. Yeah, indeed, a good game at Nursted Park, you'd have thought. But uh, yeah, Cheddar kind of uh, ripped rip through this one. Uh, a four 0 win for them away at Devizes, scoring twice in either half. Uh, Sam King put them ahead pretty early on. Uh, with Stephen Pennington then doubling the lead. Uh, and then, yeah, after the break, it was much the same story. Reese Ferguson and Christian Bell adding further goals and, yeah, giving Cheddar an absolute dream start to the season. Uh, obviously, Devizes will want to hit back pretty quickly, I'd have thought. Well, of course, um, I couldn't let that opportunity go without having a chat with Cheddar boss Sean Potter. Of course, he was um, on last season's podcast. Great to catch up with Sean again. And uh, we started our conversation by reflecting on that healthy win away at Devizes Town. that Devizes had a good finish to last season. I mean, I thought they were going to go well this season, so does that make Saturday's result all the more pleasing for you? Uh, it does. Um, but I don't think you could sort of take too much from the first game of the season. Uh, I think people are still sort of finding their feet and uh, in a one-off game, obviously, anything can happen and I wouldn't say they looked poor um, and there's obviously 
I wouldn't, I wouldn't sort of write them off now after one game. Um, but yeah, it does make it pleasing, sort of looking at them, sort of finishing just a place below us. Um, I spoke to their guy before, and I don't think they've lost many. Um, I think they've gained a couple. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely very pleasing, sort of going there and playing a team that we expect to be in and around us come the end of the season and getting a great result like that. So. Yeah, it's really pleasing. I mean, do you think early season is a good time to take on the fancied sides? Do you think um, in these sort of early months, particularly with the, with the ridiculous amount of heat we've got going on at the moment, it doesn't really feel like football weather. So do you think that um, we're, we're more likely to get these, um, um, uh, well, not necessarily shock results, but perhaps we haven't got a form book to turn on its head at the moment, have we? No, yeah, I agree. I think the, um, yeah, the weather was really, really tough on Saturday. Uh, not just the heat, but the pitches, like you say, the pitches of everyone around the league is struggling. I think there's games being called off. Um, from one extreme to the other, with games being called off all season with bad weather, and now they're getting called off because of the good weather. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's a good, it is a good time. I think it's, we don't really mind when we play play anyone, to be honest. Um, places like Devizes, I think we'd rather go on a Saturday afternoon rather than cold Tuesday night in December, maybe, but... Um, like you say, you've got to play everyone home and away, so for us it doesn't really matter when we play them. Um, we, looked at, we looked at our tough start to the season, it probably couldn't have got any tougher for us in the first week. We got divided away who finished the place below us, and we got Kingsham away this evening who finished a place above us, uh, and then we got Bridgewater in the FA Cup Saturday, so as far as opening weeks go, I think it couldn't really have got any tougher. But it's good, I think the lads are, it, it sort of gives us a good benchmark uh, when we get through this week and we can sort of look back on it and see how we've done. Um, it sort of sets us up for the season and lets us know sort of where, where we are. Well, well, we'll have a little look ahead at your fixtures that are coming up um, a bit later in the interview, but how was how is your pre-season from your sort of managerial point of view? Did you get out of it what you wanted? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think pre-season I think it's tough um, we've got we've got probably got the four or five teachers in our team so they finished their sort of work year and a lot of them go on holiday so it's the same obviously with all the clubs you've got people on holiday all the time so you can't really sort of get your team together as much as you'd like but also it gives you a chance to have a look at some of the fringe players and some of the reserves and some new lads sort of coming in on trial um, so yeah I think all in all I can't really remember having a full squad for any of the games really but um, all in all I think we definitely got what we wanted from it we got a good bit of fitness uh, the training was really good uh, and going into that first game um, I probably couldn't have been much happier with how it had gone uh, and I did feel like the lads were sort of fully prepared and ready for it so that's all you can ask, really. It, it strikes me that for teams in the Western League First Division in particular, um, particularly teams that have been successful in the past, um, and you have been there or thereabouts in recent seasons, the key for the close season is often to keep hold of your best players or at least a core of the squad that served you so well in previous seasons. Is that what you've been able to do this season? Have you been able to hang on to most of the players you wanted to and, and, and add a bit as well? Yeah, exactly. I think that's sort of that's the main sort of channel that we were going down sort of looking especially me I took over sort of September end of September last season so for me I, I had a lot of belief in the players that I had last season um, and I was sort of excited to get into this season I think I mentioned on here last season I was excited to get into this season with this core core group of players because um, I've got trust in sort of what they can do uh, I didn't want to change it around too much obviously didn't want to lose any of the big players 
um, which is exactly what we've done. Um, we were able to sort of get in and first day of pre-season, first week of pre-season, sort of get these lads sort of playing together again and sort of build on what we had last season. So, yeah, like you say, that's, that was the main main aim for me is to keep that core of players to get together. Well, you did have a good um, season last season. We've already alluded to that. Um, you were knocking on the door, but there were three teams in the league. I think that were sort of, you know, that were f- by far and away um, the, the yeah. strongest. That's that's really the league table doesn't lie, does it? At the end of the season. Yeah, no. No, um, that's right. But what are your expe- uh, expectations for this season? Um, well, to, to be honest, I think last season, obviously taking over a little bit late and not really picking up many points at the beginning of the season didn't help. Um, but we're always sort of there or thereabouts, like first, fourth, fifth. Um, so yeah, I think that only sort of aspirations we can have is to go that little one step further and go and win the league. Um, obviously, we know there's going to be some clubs around that have the same aspirations as us, um, and we're under no illusions that it's going to be easy. Um, but I don't think after finishing third, fourth, fifth, uh, and in around there, I don't think we can have sort of any other um, aspirations other than going on to win it, um, which is what we want to do. We've always been sort of the nearly men, I'd say, the last three or four years. Um, and, yeah, obviously we want to go that one step further and go and win it. Well, um, I'm sure that tonight's um, opponents, Canesham, I mean, they, they, like yourselves, have been yeah, knocking on the door for promotion for the last couple of seasons. They'll obviously um, be, be keen to go, um, to go well next season. One of the things that I find fascinating now about the, the first division is that there's normally a surprise package. There's normally a team that perhaps the, the, the casual observer doesn't necessarily see coming from the pack. Um, but actually, you managers, you've got a pretty good idea about who's done their business, particularly over this pre season I mean what teams uh, are you looking out for which teams do you think will go well in the first division this season do, do you know what? it's a tough one I think I think the, you, you probably sort of you look at the teams that are always there or thereabouts and really consistent like you say the likes of Kingsham, um like us they've been in and around sort of the top six top seven for the last three or four seasons uh, but like you say you get a surprise package and I don't Sean, well, thank you for your time. What, one, one final question. It's not really a question, really, but um, and one, pe- one person that many people in the um, in the Western League, of course, will be familiar with is with, is Alan Cooper. Uh, now, I was delighted to see Alan. Um, um, he received an award from the Somerset Football Association for his work as a uh, as your as your club secretary. I know Alan has um, has stood down, but it's um, I suppose it's a great um, piece of recognition for your club, um, but also for Alan and all the hard work that he's put into supporting uh, your team over the years? 
Sean for his time. Now um, we reflected on those results in the Premier Division for the new boys. Um, we not so much new boys in the First Division, Tom, but two sides um, that had a reprieve from relegation. We did fear that we would be without Warminster and Portishead, um, but uh, sadly it appears that they've picked up where they left off last season. Yeah, indeed. Uh, both suffering defeats, unfortunately, to, to start the new season. But obviously, plenty of time for them to turn things around. Chippenham Park giving uh, Warminster uh, a one-nil defeat. And yeah, Porter's head likewise, they went down to defeat as well. Um, <clears throat> it was Oldland Abertonians who gave them a 2 1 defeat, and it was Liam Gale. He ended last season really well. He stood out. I don't know if he um, didn't end up on the leading scorers, this, I don't think, but he yeah, really started to find his feet at Oldland, and he scored twice uh, to give them a 2 1 win at home to Porter's head. Away at Porter's head. Excellent, Tom. Thanks very much for that. Now we'll um, we'll take a look at what's coming up this week in the Tool Station uh, Western League. It's FA Cup week. We'll talk about that um, shortly. Um, when this podcast goes to air, uh, the fixtures on Tuesday, the seventh of August, will probably have happened, um, which means that we will have had the result of the Belter in the Premier Division um, between Bridgewater Town and Buckland. I'm sure that's one we'll be talking about next week. And indeed, Canesham take on Cheddar. Of course, two sides that did so impressively well on the opening um, round of matches in the uh, in the season they, they, they meet on uh, on Tuesday the 7th but uh, those games uh, will of course have happened there, we've got more of a chance of the listeners um, listening to this before Wednesday the 8th of August and there are a couple of um, fixtures uh, we want to call out there Tom I think you've um, you've picked um, Westbury United they're at home yeah they are so obviously a, a good home win for them over Wellington on Saturday to kickstart things for them in in the Premier Division following their promotion and they host Shepton Mallet, obviously top of the table after that uh, stunning 5-0 win. So we'll find out maybe quite a lot about Westbury, uh, what they're up to. And obviously Shepton Mallet maybe, um, you know, five goals in 30 minutes and then letting up a bit. Was that a fluke? Was that sort of flush in the pan? Or is that something we're going to have to look at for the whole season? So, yeah, should be an interesting game there on Wednesday night. I mean, it'll also be interesting to see whether Hengrove were able to get their game against Shortwood United on uh, on Wednesday. Obviously, their game falling foul of the weather on um, uh, on opening uh, on the opening weekend. Uh, and indeed, Bradford Town are at home to Bitten. Um, two sides that won on opening weekend. And um, I mean, those you know, Bitten certainly a team I, I called last season. And I, I mean, they've only looked like they've got better um, this season. Uh, well, we'll have to wait and see. I suppose how results pan out for that. Bradford, of course, lost their lost their. Man- 
manager um, in the close season. He's gone to Froome, Danny Greaves. Uh, we wish him we wish him well. But um, they seem to have overcome that. I mean, they got to uh, they got off to a win as well in that first round of matches. So Bradford Town against Bitten could well be a good game. But um, the one that really caught my eye, well, you can't really look much further past Woolen Rovers at home to Plymouth Parkway uh, on uh, on uh, Wednesday the eighth. Something's got to give there. I mean, two sides we'd expect to be fighting it out at the top of the Premier Division come the end of the season so um, fantastic really that the fixture gods have thrown up such competitive games so early on uh, now there are a couple of games in the first division as well Oldland are at home to Bristol Telephones and Sherbourne against Chard um, but really the, the tale of um, the tale of the weekend is all about the FA Cup isn't it Tom and um, we've got, a, we've got a, a whole host of our sides are in action in the uh, FA Cup extra preliminary round uh, do you want to take us quickly through those, uh, those fixtures yeah indeed quite a lot of them uh, seem to be playing each other which is, I guess just the luck of the draw but anyway yeah so we've got Shortwood United they travel to take on Ardley United we've got Bitten hosting Tavistock Canesham travel to take on Bodmin then got Bradford versus Roman Glass Bridport versus Wellington Brislington versus Cadbury Heath Cheddar versus Bridgewater uh, we've then got Clevedon they host Portland United Hallen take on Longwell Green Sports Chipping Sudbury Town travel to take on Reading City Odd Down heading south to take on Saltash United got Shep de Mallet versus Willand Wells City versus Shaftesbury and finally an old tool station tie between Westbury United and Cribs now, in the first division, because we've also got a few games on, on Saturday, we've got um, Chard Town entertaining Wincanton Town. Now, both of those sides got off to a winning start in the first round of matches, so um, that'd, be, uh, that'd be an interesting game to keep an eye on. And uh, you'd picked out Welton Rovers against Ashton and Backwell, hadn't you? Yes, obviously Welton have uh, had a home defeat already this season, which obviously they wouldn't be too happy with on, on the weekend. Obviously they've got a Tuesday game as well, so they might have hit back by the time they've played this match. Uh, but yeah, a home game for them at home to Ashton Backwell, who, who had a pretty good week win on the weekend uh, against Wells, 2-1 at home. Uh, so yeah, uh, I'm interested to see how that one gets on. I mean, Ashton, potentially a team that could do a bit of damage this season, I think. Interesting stuff. Thank you very much, Tom, as always, for your time and, of course, all the work that you put into the bulletin. The bulletin, as of, uh, the bulletin is, of course, available on the website. Indeed, yeah. So that's on the homepage and then also there is a tab along the top which takes you to the, the, latest, uh, yeah, the latest bulletin. And your work is also available uh, in the non-league paper? Yeah, all the Premier Division sides are, are covered in there. So, yeah, that's in the Step 5 and 6 section in the non-league paper, yeah. And will you be doing anything on the FA Cup games? Uh, I'm not sure yet. I would have thought so. Uh, yeah, just to try and get something in there. So, yeah, that will probably be the coverage for this week, yeah. Excellent. Tom, thank you very much for your time. This was our, our new and um, streamlined version, I suppose you could argue, but probably not, uh, of the of the, uh, of the the Tool Station Western League podcast. I hope you've enjoyed it, listeners. And, um, uh, well, we look forward to coming back uh, this time next week when we'll be talking about um, those FA Cup preliminary round matches on the Tool Station Western League podcast. Thank you.